0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 72, Long Time No See. And as you can see by the camera setup, I am all by myself. I am solo for this episode of the podcast. So there's a lot that's going on slightly behind the scenes, and I guess I will um, fill you guys in just a tad. But yeah, I know. um, Sorry about last week. We did not post. Um, Riley was busy could not get the chance to film, and I didn't have anybody as a replacement. This week, this episode's obviously coming out two days late, um, and it's not going to be very long. I'll tell you guys that right now. Um, Riley was again busy this weekend. I mean, holidays are coming up. Things are going on. He's been busy at work. He plays basketball um, basically on the side, so he actually has stuff going on during the week uh, and all that stuff. I couldn't get a guest. I was going to get Bailey on. I was going to get my sister on. She hadn't been on the podcast about six months so I thought I'd get her on since she's home, but she had her wisdom teeth removed this week. So um there's just been a lot going on. So let's see what what's happened. Um what how could I catch you guys up a bit on what's happening? I guess for, first of all, let me just go ahead and start the podcast by saying thank you for everyone that has subscribed over the past month and a half. We are at I think 196 subscribers we're four away from 200 and that's crazy to think considering we did our last live stream just a little over a month ago I think it was November 3rd and at the time we were sitting at like a hundred and I think 11 or less and we were doing that to celebrate hundred subscribers so we're damn near to 200 and so I appreciate your guys' support. I love that you guys are enjoying some of the shorts. Some of the shorts, at least uh, in comparison for us, have reasonably gone viral, even though in comparison to actual viral content, not at all. But I appreciate every viewer that's out there. Um, I don't care uh, negative or positive comments. I'm just glad that you guys are appreciating it. And I think a lot of it was really fun and funny from the live stream. So for you guys that didn't tune in, That was from our first live stream. You can go back and watch it. A lot of those are just weird random clips that we got throughout. That's been a lot of our shorts recently because we had so much footage that we could use trying to find some of the funniest instances and situations that happened that night. But speaking of live streams, we are actually doing another live stream next Friday in exactly a week on December 22nd. Uh, I think we're probably going to shoot for starting at 715 EST. And we're going to have the same guests. They actually came to me saying, what are we going to do another one? Um, so that's kind of the game plan. Uh, Riley might be showing up just a tad late, but um, same people are going to be there. Plus another one, Kelvin, the one that was on the last episode that you guys had seen episode 71. And we're going to change up the setting. We're actually going to be in my living room. So we'll make that different We're Hopefully going to be using lav mics. I got to do some testing with that this weekend and make sure that's all set up. So, be sure to tune into that whenever that's happened it will be posted probably on the social medias on youtube all this stuff so you guys know when it's happening i hope you guys tune in i I think it'll be a fun fun night and i can't wait to do it again and i hope you guys do watch because the last one was very interesting to say the least so i hope you guys do enjoy we have a few things planned it's probably going to be like more of a a holiday christmas episode so we'll kind of see what all we do with that but i'm super excited for it and i hope you guys will be too but no. So, yeah, Riley's kind of been on a hiatus. Technically, um, the last time he recorded a podcast, we were in here, it was probably mid-November. So it's kind of crazy to think about. It's been about a month. I haven't even seen him in a while, um, just because of uh, situations. I, I, We didn't talk about it on the last trip, or trip, last podcast. I was on vacation. So we pre-recorded. I was in Gatlinburg for a week, the longest, but um and most expensive vacation i've been on in my entire life but it was a lot of fun we rented the cabin out i had fam like whole family there family from florida there was like 23 of us in this one cabin it was a lot it was a big cabin though so it was okay a lot of kids but i had a great time it was a lot of fun with family we did some mountain coasters did some other stuff down there it, w- it was a lot of fun played some mini golf because i had to work on my putting game um but no it was a great time it was thinking about it honestly doing it all It was probably one of the most present weeks I've had in a long time, and I think that's something that a lot of people miss out on. Um, I think, honestly, part of it was just so much was going on. Part of it was being uh, around kids, me being the oldest cousin, kind of getting roped into that, hanging out with the adults, doing whatever, playing cards, watching movies, just stuff like that. I was barely on my phone all week. The only thing I did that week was post- Uh, post shorts for you guys. Luckily, I already had those uploaded, but I just posted them and got them scheduled for you guys and posted them. And I think that week we got like 14 subs that day or that week in general. Um, So I hope you guys all had a very great Thanksgiving. Um, Christmas is right around the corner. I mean, I have my family Christmas in two days. I still kind of do Christmas shopping and a bunch of stuff, but I love the holiday season. So I think we will probably have a Christmas episode either next week or next week. Or, uh, obviously, the live stream or the the day after, not day after, but two days after Christmas for that week's episode. We're probably going to do a more holiday-themed episode um, just for the, the, the spirit of Christmas. I love Christmas. It's my favorite holiday. I think it's most people's. But, no, it was a lot of fun. It was really weird to kind of unwind and not be on my phone. Like, I didn't watch hardly nothing. I wasn't even on social media hardly um, besides that stuff. I mean, I watched tad bit of YouTube maybe when I went to bed and it was just kind of crazy to be present I almost kind of didn't realize I wasn't on my phone that much I didn't listen to any podcasts which I typically consume constantly uh so it was it was a lot of fun to kind of disconnect and I don't think that is one thing in particular uh kids people anybody nowadays does a lot but especially someone my age someone in their early to mid like early 20s, late teens, you don't necessarily get that chance to really just um, completely disconnect. I might even throw up a few pictures just of the view of the cabin. It was amazing. I was on the top floor, had this balcony view, and just every morning just being able to walk out there and just look over the mountains was so amazing. The one thing I didn't get to do, sadly, was hiking, which I really wanted to, but it's it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, either way but it's so crazy to disconnect because I don't think a lot of people do it nowadays and um, I kind of want to do it more often every now and again like because I, I feel like in certain instances I could be more productive sometimes I do need my phone to be productive so that does kind of suck but it's just it, it, we get so connected to our phones and, it, and it's just a very very interesting thing to actually disconnect for a while and I don't think anybody does it it's kind of like It's kind of like when someone does like a a dry January or something like it's not something you you do often, but it's nice sometimes just to cut back on things and usage of something you consume, um, possibly to cope or just kind of self entertain and kind of, I guess, uh, mentally escape. And I realized that there's times I do that too much. I mean, I did that all. I, I mean, I never talked about this, but I did that all through high school, like YouTube. that's why I did this. YouTube was my thing. Like I watched YouTube constantly. I'd never watched TV. I watched it at school. I watched it at home. I watched a variety of things, but it was, it was my entertainment and it did kind of give me some escapism. But I also think that technology, which we've talked about on the podcast a little bit, both obviously has its great conveniences and pros also definitely has its cons, especially with social, social media. But I think, podcasts in particular and the internet had uh, actually allowed me to grow and develop more as a person to see different mindsets, personalities, backgrounds. And that was something me and Kelvin kind of talked about a little bit. And I love that. Honestly, when we think about it, all my friends, we don't have a crazy amount in common. We both have, we all come from different backgrounds and how we kind of, uh, uh, except life but our personalities mesh well I guess but it's just I, I like that we're so different because I think that's something sometimes that people lack if you're just around um, very similar people sometimes and, and I think that's great to have that diversity in a friend group and I'm, gr- I'm, I'm grateful for the friend group I have and I hope, hope to be friends with these guys for forever but it's just it's great when you finally find that group of friends that you f- feel like you're going to stick with for a long time And it's all, it's a lot of fun, but I hope you guys did enjoy the episode with Kelvin. Um, wasn't necessarily structured. It was very last minute because Riley couldn't come and I was like, Oh, I need someone on the podcast. Let me ask Kelvin. He didn't make it to the live stream because he was doing military shit. Let me get him on here. Um, he gets into his own like nerdy, uh, situations in himself that you obviously realize when it comes to, uh. Uh, certain tv shows or games and he likes like backstories and stuff just as much as i do in certain instances but it, it was a lot of fun to have him on i'm excited for this live stream i would love to have freddy and them on eventually but like i told you guys i think we're going to try doing multi-cam here probably by the start of the new year if not before um there's just going to be some changes uh in the future some some things that we will announce once it gets closer but no i just hope you guys have had like a great past couple weeks Sorry for the inconvenience of just not posting. I mean, you guys might not even notice, but hey, it, it eats me up. And even this coming late, I was like, I have to post something. I have to, because I can't not. It's just, it feels weird, especially when it's something you do weekly for a year and a half, pushing two years. It's weird not doing it. So uh, that's why I'm on here. Like, this is just going to be kind of a one-on-one episode. It hasn't happened in a while, but I just wanted to talk to you guys. Um, let me think. What else is happening? Or what is going on? Um, t- 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 recently, I actually got into a new TV show. You guys might not care. Invincible. Not going to spend too much time on it. Start watching that. Obviously, it's not a new show. It's been out for a little bit. But the new season came out. Got interested. Very good show. I actually, It. some people might not be into it. They might not be into that kind of show. But it's really interesting to see almost like a rated R, very gruesome Um comic book series brought to life in a tv show uh like it's like avengers but on roids and rated r kind of in a way kind of like deadpool deadpool was kind of like one of the first superhero movies to do it this is like one of the first tv shows obviously the boys is up there too obviously like it's not animated it's something i want to watch eventually i mean i think they're on like season three or four so i need need to watch out sometime but it was just uh kind of cool and then uh not only that, but recently, I actually, yesterday, I listened to a podcast with Andrew Tate. And it's somebody we've never talked about on the podcast. I've never talked about him. Very interesting character. Obviously, um, very polarizing for some people. And uh, not necessarily a super liked guy, depending on who you talk to. But um, he was actually on the podcast with George Janko, the guy that left Impulsive. Um, I watch Impulsive every now and again. I actually watch it less after he left. It was very interesting. I, I've had mixed feelings about Logan Paul for years, but I thought, honestly, he's changed a lot and grown as a person and had made a lot of like good changes to kind of how he reacts to things. Like, he, he was just, I feel like, very, very, very self-centered for a long time, and I thought he kind of grew out of that. But, honestly, watching his podcast – it was kind of disappointing to see that he almost resorted back. He's especially when it came to the situation with George, if you guys don't know, he he left. I don't really, I haven't kept up on like the, his explanation to why he left, but I have a feeling part of it was being around such a toxic environment because there's multiple situations where on the podcast, um, Logan didn't necessarily, well, he kind of braided him, but he disregarded George's beliefs. He's, he's a Christian man. Born and raised, I think, Christian, but has gotten more into the Bible, I think, over the past couple of years and really into his religion. And basically, he just he, he didn't take his beliefs or words and actually listen to a lot of his conversations and take his beliefs seriously, or his faith. And it was very interesting to watch because it was just, especially for him supposedly being one of his best friends, to almost disregard his friends' feelings, beliefs, and mindset— around certain things and almost label him just because he was a Christian. Like he was basically saying that all Christians hate gays, all these different things and, and stuff like that. And almost making it putting a label on somebody or something. And and that's the thing that I think some people just forget, like everybody is so complex. The world is so complex topics and decisions and political debates and sides are so complicated. Um, I think some people just don't realize that, and it's like, okay, just because this group might have this label on them when it comes to, let's say, Christianity or even Democrat or Republican, it is not one-sided, it is not black and white, and it's not vague. Life is on a spectrum, and people don't realize that. You can Just because you believe one thing or you lean a certain direction on one thing doesn't mean that you're like everyone else that makes that decision. And it's like we've talked before, I think, when it comes to a lot of things that are very polarizing. It's the vocal minority that speak up. It might be the 5% of Republicans that are really speaking out on the far right and saying crazy shit or vice versa with the left. And in, in all honesty, it's probably most people that are just don't care, maybe have differing opinions depending on the topic. And I feel like that was one thing he did to George that he didn't like. He almost... Put him in a box just off the fact that he was a Christian man and I would hate that too because I feel like that happened to me a little bit outside of high school um, a lot of people kind of looked at me differently like uh, um, like one of my big things for a long time was I, I wanted to be abstinent which if you don't know wait till marriage basically is, is that and And a lot of people just looked at me and talked to me. Like, there's a few people that I had great conversations with about. But when some people found that out, they found that wild. And they did not understand it at all. But it's just, it's something that's hard to explain. And it actually actually leads to the beginning sparks of what this built this podcast that I kind of related to Kelvin on the last episode was that was some of the conversations we had um, what at my old job with some of my coworkers, like we were all about the same age and we were talking about this stuff and they were, one was definitely more, a lot more left-leaning. One came from like all completely different backgrounds, not religious at all. And I can't say that my religious beliefs or faith has been slacking. I can definitely say that. But at the time I was a, a lot more strict, I guess, um, in certain aspects. And They were just kind of shocked by my opinions, but at the same time, we were able to sit down and they asked me questions and they were like, so why do you feel this way? What about this? What about like all these different things giving me hypotheticals or whatever and and just trying to really dig down to the roots. And I actually really appreciated it from those guys. Um, Andrew, which is somebody I would love to get on this podcast still eventually. Um, when I did try having him on, it just didn't work out sadly. Uh, But he was one of those people, and we were able to have deep, meaningful conversations about why I felt that way and why they might not, and just kind of, and I do love that they respected my opinion on it, and they respected my choice at the time, and it is very, very genuine conversations, and I feel like, sadly, that's lacking in a lot of um, conversations today. And, and that's what I like. I just don't like when people just are very – what's – I guess what's the word? Not big – I guess sort of big-headed when it comes to things and not actually um, want to have almost a very in-depth, like um, intriguing conversation with someone because I think things can be so different. It's like you just got to question someone, and, and sometimes that questioning can bring out a lot – to someone's character and some people just don't dive and they stay surface level with someone so it it was very it was very pleasing especially fresh out of high school being in a whole different area because I mean I moved didn't know a single person so the only people I knew and were friends with at the time were the people I worked with and so it was really it was really awesome that they they did treat me that way and it was great and I think it kind of instilled something with me that I tried to have that with most people like I try not to judge. I try not to put labels on people as best as I can, and I, I, I I'm not saying I don't, because everybody has that situation. Everybody has faults. Everybody does that, and I just try my best not to, because, I mean, I don't, I don't want that to necessarily. I, I hate when that happens to me, and it has, and so I try to do the same thing with other people, where it's like I try not to be judgmental. I try not to, pre, pre have preconceived notions coming into a conversation. And when I do, half the time I'm very surprised. One of the guys I worked with. Definitely not someone I would have hung around or been around or friends with in high school. Love the guy. Moved out to Arizona. He has a great life, I think, now. And his job is amazing. His name's Jay. And he was had a bunch of tattoos. Very eccentric. Like he literally wore like a devil faced hoodie with horns and would come in with his hair completely spiked, and <coughs> yeah, it's all right, um, and all this stuff, and I, think, I don't think he dyed his hair, but all this stuff came off very, uh, uh, what's the word, I guess strong-willed in certain aspects, and not super approachable, but working with the guy at one point, it, working where it was just me and him for hours, I got to know him pretty well, and, and it's like being him, we're close. We were pretty good friends. We loved working together. It was, it was a great relationship, working relationship and, and friendship. And so it was, it was really cool uh, to kind of see that. And it was one of the first times that it honestly ever happened to me um, in my life. I mean, I was 18. And so I think that's really awesome when you kind of get that first look at reality where you, because when you grow up in a small town, like I did, you're surrounded by the same people for years and maybe there's mainly one point of view depending on the area you live when it comes to certain things and you're not as accustomed to seeing certain types of people or how people react to certain things and so it was really cool to kind of almost broaden my perspective at the time because it was like oh my gosh like these people are so different they've grown up in so many different situations where it's like I've never had friends at all like this. And so it was really cool to kind of expand my own perception of reality in, in a way on just people and, and, and life in general. So it was, it was really cool, and that's kind of what I, I love about life. I love having those experiences with people. I love deep conversations. It's one reason why I have the spark cards and, and stuff, and it, it's cool to be able to kind of get into those kind of conversations with people. And that's probably something we will kind of do on the next episode uh, or episode on the live stream. But it was just a great time. But no, so listening, I guess I I went on a rant. I'm sorry about that. But so basically he left, he left <clears throat> George Schenko left Impulsive, ended up going and starting his own podcast. And he somehow, and I think this is just like a shout out on like saying, hey, Andrew Tate, I'd love to do uh, like have an interview with you. He did it. He flew out to Romania and they, he did two episodes. It was like a three hour plus conversation, very in depth conversation. Like, cause I've, I mean, I've only mainly seen Andrew Tate in clips. Obviously he seems very polarizing and aggressive and says very agitating things to certain people in particular. Um, so it was really cool to actually see him sit down and he's probably done it before, but just have a genuine conversation with people and, And the thing is that it was nice to see that in certain situations, George actually called him out. He's like, why do you necessarily come across this way where you know the words you're saying and the stuff you are saying are going to cause a reaction, an angry reaction to people? You could have said it and said those same statements in so many different ways where it didn't come across as offensive to somebody and they actually could have thought about it. And he's like, I think that honestly your next step, I mean, you did become the most Googled person in the world you went to jail like all this stuff like you you're one of the most famous people in the world and people recognize you know your name all across the world and it's like you you now I think part of his journey that he's telling him is I think you need to start to kind of change and I feel like that will happen with you as you change and grow and <clears throat> basically um, try to come across and get a larger audience just by doing that and it was very interesting to talk about and part of his thing is bringing back um, I guess a more masculine, not po- I guess populist in a way, and in, in the sense of most men nowadays, especially young men, are kind of demeter. That's not the right word. Uh, uh, what's the word? In certain ways, masculinity has been suppressed in society, and I think that there is definitely positive and negative sides to masculinity. Masculinity at times seen it it's true but it it also does make sense because men have become weak that one of the very famous quotes is strong men make what 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 is it i think strong men make easy times easy times makes soft men soft men make hard times something along those lines i'm paraphrasing but that's basically what it is and i think that's very it's very true we had very strong generations in the early 1900s basically set up the society and world we have today especially in america where things are great in comparison obviously we still have our issues not gonna deny that at all it's never gonna not be there but it it basically allowed men to become softer and one of his some of his three things that he did talk about in the podcast which i do agree with was that men should be stronger physically and mentally he's like Exercise. Get off the couch. Become more successful. Be, basically, what was it? It was one. Basically, workout. There's no reason not to. It's great for you. It's great for your health. It, you'll you'll discover so much more about yourself and the world by going through that journey and becoming physically fit and active and stronger as a man, physically and mentally, in that situation. And then he also said, two, become wealthy. Which he basically said. Not necessarily that everybody needs millions of dollars, but in the journey to become a wealthy, successful man, you learn so many life lessons, and that by finding wealth and doing this, you learn how to connect and make money and do all these different things when it comes to business and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, that make that makes a lot of sense too. And then three was basically build, um, what was it? Uh, build a brotherhood. That's what it was. And basically surround yourself with like-minded people and somebody that basically can push you just as much as you push them to elevate yourself Be, be surrounded by a good group of men that push you and and don't necessarily like degrade you and all the all these different things I was like those three rules very simple but it could definitely bring a lot to a young man's life and I feel like I definitely still have a long way to go on both of those journey, all of those journeys. But I feel like the brotherhood aspect has definitely developed and grown for me a lot. I've definitely taken more accountability for my physical well being and health, way more in the past three years than I had my entire life. I still got a long way to go. There's no denying that, and there, and I, I need to step up my game, and I, I recognize that in myself, um, and the the wealth thing it's like I'm trying to do that in some form or another I want to learn I want to do more I want to I want to be able to provide for myself my family and etc so I think those three things actually made a lot of sense it's very vague but there's so much involved in those three three statements that can have such a major impact on someone's journey through through life and and hopefully positive impacts because those three things aren't going to be negative in any fashion they might bring up more challenges and he even said did like joe or joe sorry george him, has wealth caused problems like does money buy you happiness and he said no not necessarily it it does cause anxiety and it causes a bunch of other stuff and it causes stress but at the same time money can do so much for you and and it buys you time and that that's part of it so it was really cool to kind of have him break down and one of the things I also did talk about is one thing a lot of people do lack it seems like nowadays just in general society as a whole is self-reflection and I definitely struggle with that fact at times I feel like everybody judges themselves but at one point it's actually looking deeper at it like what's the core issues what do you have to change and I try to self-reflect I try to be self um There's another word, but my brain just shut off. I had it literally a second ago. Um, It basically allows for that. And I think he said, and he believes that that's very important for someone's growth and development throughout their life when it comes to building character and becoming successful is being able to self-reflect on yourself and really, really dig deep into what's going on and what, what you need to change to make yourself better. And it's something I try to do, but I still lack. And and I think the the thing is, he even said he struggles with certain, certain things. And I think everybody does. Um, but, and that's one reason why the brotherhood thing was so important is because almost having someone to push you and keep you on track. And I, I believe in that greatly. I, I think competition, someone that's willing to, kind of push you is very important to having your life especially another male male and male and I think it goes the same way with f- females um then having someone there to kind of push you in the same direction and hopefully hopefully want the best for you and I, I think that's amazing and and that's what I hope to have and develop with Riley and I think he feels the same when it comes to stuff for this podcast and just stuff in our life in general and I mean, I, I, like I said, I've already kind of seen him as a little brother in a lot of aspects, just being around him for as long as I have. And I think, I think that's something that um, has been in the back of my mind for years, actually, with that aspect of things. So it was just a very deep conversation. It was very cool to kind of see a different side of Andrew Tate, almost like a – not a softer side, but a more, I feel like, genuine, constructive side of him. So if you guys – obviously he's very polarizing uh, depending on who who's watching and who's talking to the uh, I'm talking to right now, but I do encourage anybody that might be just interested in at least listening to Andrew Tate a little bit in this conversation to, to go to George Shenko's podcast and listen to it. That the those two episodes were, were very good and it, it opened my mind to multiple things and it kind of developed the character of Andrew Tate in a different way because you only see the snippets you only see the clips you see the stuff that pisses people off the and and everything so you only get to see snippets of somebody and so to actually really get to see him talk to somebody for multiple hours and understand him more as a person was very interesting and um informational I feel like to understand his character a little more but no it's, it's very interesting I I, I enjoyed it a lot. So I think I think you guys would too. But what else is there to talk about today? Uh, I was going to go over just a few things just because I, I was a little unprepared, And obviously this was slightly last minute, as you guys might tell. Um, I was just going to go over what's, what's some things going on in the news right now. So I've mentioned them before. Ride the News on Instagram, Roka News, amazing Amazing news source. I love them. Um, between them and Breaking Points, that's about all I do. I don't, I try not to pay attention to corporate media. I really don't. People who call it mainstream, they're not mainstream anymore, sadly. The amount of people that actually watch it is very, very low. And I think, honestly, <clears throat> in a lot of ways, corporate media is a detriment to society because no matter what they're trying to play, some motive, because guess what? They're funded by. lot of major corporations so they're very biased to certain opinions and certain topics and you don't actually get to the root cause of a lot of things but what's going on so mickey mouse for all all right so mickey mouse will enter the public domain on the 1st of 2024 u.s copyright laws protected creative works such as films from being copied without the owner's permission for 95 years after that point they enter the public domain and anybody can use them so on January 1st, the earliest version of Mickey Mouse from 1928, the from the 1928 Steamboat Short Willie, is set to hit public domain. This means anybody can use that version of Mickey Mouse with some uh, caveats. Other characters going public next year include Minnie Mouse and Tigger. Interesting. Um, I don't totally know exactly what that means for the company, but... That's interesting. I didn't realize that the copyright law like that basically ended after 95 years. So that's something I, I did not realize. Um, L.A. County releases cause of death. This is over Matthew Perry's death in particular. Toxicology report from the Los Angeles County Medical Examiner's Office listed friend star Matthew Perry's cause of death as acute effects of ketamine. Perry was found dead in a hot tub in Los Angeles at his home at 4 p.m. October 28th. Police saw no evidence of drugs or foul play at the scene. The toxicology report listed drowning, uh, coronary uh, artery disease, and the effect of butafenamine, a drug used to treat opioid use disorder as factors. Perry, who battled addiction for decades, was 54 when he died. That was actually kind of wild. That's never been brought up on this podcast, but that was... It sucks. I mean, I know his backstory. I really want to read his book. I'm very interested in, in his biography. I think it's an autobiography. I'm not sure, but I really want to read his book because I am curious. Because um, I love Friends. It's probably one of my favorite shows. It's something that I think most people agree that it's one of those shows you can throw on in the background, doesn't matter what episode and just kind of enjoy it and it just kind of makes you feel good it's one of those shows it's a comfort show for sure and so it does suck to to lose one of those characters especially at such a young age because um, he brought a lot of joy to millions around the world so it, it it does suck um mysterious intern letter a letter signed by 40 white house interns demanding a gaza ceasefire was written by an unidentified person politico reported on December fifth, NBC News reported that forty plus interns had written a letter to the president, to President Biden, demanding a ceasefire. On Wednesday, Politico reported an unknown person named Tyra. Do, oh, I don't. I can't pronounce that name. I'm sorry. Joined the interns group chat, dropped the link to the signed letter, and then immediately left the chat. Interns signed the letter and told Politico they had no idea who they were. Interesting. Um AI meets news. Open AI's big news. Media conglomerate uh, or, uh, Alex Springer struck a deal to allow Open AI's chatbot to use its content. Ooh. Okay. So the free version of ChatGPT has knowledge of events until January 2022 and the paid uh and the paid until April 2023 In July OpenAI signed a deal to asset Pre- Wait, Associated Press to use its news stories. Alex Springer, which owns Politico, Business Insider, and new th- uh, numerous other outlets, and OpenAI struck a deal on Wednesday. Struck a deal on Wednesday to allow OpenAI to pull news from their outlets. OpenAI will include links to relevant news stories. The deal's financial terms are unannounced. So that is kind of cool because I, I mean I've used ChatGPT here and there, so it is interesting to see. Um, it, it is interesting to, to see that it, it only pulls so much information. So at this point it's not like up to date live stuff. So that is, that is interesting. So it'll be cool that it might be up to date with certain things and certain topics. So you might be able to ask it more relevant questions to shit that's going on right now. Um, so that'll be very interesting. I wonder how that will actually affect and change the chat bot and kind of how it works. Uh, t- 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 Netflix opens up. Ooh, Netflix. Oh, oh, this is interesting. Netflix releases user or viewer data. Netflix re- releases its first ever report documenting how many hours viewers watched its titles. Netflix has faced pressure from investors and film professionals to be more transparent about what is being watched on their platform. It has resisted this, but it is starting to give in. On Tuesday, it released streaming data for eighteen thousand titles. From January to June of twenty twenty three. Nine of ten most viewed titles were Netflix originals. The most viewed was The Night Agent, a series released in March. That makes sense. That is very true. I've heard that from from multiple sources in the past. Um I mean just even from comedians talking on Joe Rogan, where they're like, Yeah, it sucks. You use Netflix, they don't tell you how good it is. They're very vague. It's like, oh, it's performing well. And that's like, what does that mean? because they don't tell you any data they don't show you how many people watched it they don't don't tell you any numbers so that is very interesting so it honestly kind of depletes uh I guess negotiation power of possible comedians in particular considering um, it's more single deals with the streaming platform cons- compared to like shows or movies that end up on there that you can't necessarily be like hey I know how well this did, I know how big my audience is and how much pull I have on Netflix, I want to ask for this on my next special, you can't really do that, so that's that's very interesting that they're actually starting to release some data because I know they have kept a lot of their stuff hush-hush over the years so actually it's pretty interesting that they're doing that uh, oh, I guess when it comes to news of the war uh, Zelensky is in D.C. President, uh, how old is this? Okay, only two days, so I'm not that off uh, Ukrainian President uh, Zelensky met okay, met resistance from Republican lawmakers while visiting Washington, D.C. to break funding deadlocks. To date, Congress has acc- oh my gosh. Um, allocated $111 billion to Ukraine. President Biden has called Congress to approve more. Republicans have resisted that, urging they will only do so in exchange for board- more border funding. On Tuesday, after meeting with Zelensky, uh, Republican leaders mostly reaffirmed that position in a press conference with Zelensky, President Biden accused Republicans of holding Ukraine hostage. We're already fighting a proxy war. We sent $111 billion to your country, or at least maybe not physically, but in equipment and everything. That's a lot of money. I mean, it... It's, it's kind of ridiculous because in all honesty, I think at this point, everybody knows it. If other countries did not intervene in that fact, us mainly, the war probably would have been lost very close to the start. And now it's almost been going on for two years. So it's crazy that they keep asking for more money when there's so many things that need fixed here. And it's like there's so many people on the streets. There's so many people that can't get help here yeah, we're sending hundreds or a hundred plus billion to Ukraine. And it's, it's kind of sad when you see something like that, like, obviously that is a crisis in itself, but sometimes you got to take care of things at home before you can help others. I mean, what, what, what is it on an airplane? Put your mask on before you put on someone else's. And I feel like, us government has kind of been lacking when it comes to helping the american people as a whole i mean shit's expensive i just saw something the other day for the what was it it was actually it's christmas themed it was based on home alone and it showed the price changes of how much he spent at the grocery store buying his items and and what they would cost today and i think in 1990 or i can't remember what year maybe 2000 something along those lines it was like 20 dollars roughly. And then by 2022 it was like $42. And it talked about the median income in the US at the time was 40k, now it's 80k, both basically doubled, makes a lot of sense. Within 1 year from 2022 to 2023, the same price for those items went from $44 to over $70, almost doubling it. It was like a 1.6 increase, 1.6 times In less than a year and incomes have stayed the same so it is kind of crazy to see that because I mean obviously food prices and grocery prices are ridiculous I think everybody can see that and and is feeling the effect of that and as someone that tries to eat reasonably healthy and not buy a bunch of junk food so I'm not buying the cheapest shit out there I feel it in my wallet for sure so that's very interesting that things have escalated so much when it comes to price uh, hopefully something gets done to mitigate it I, I don't know what that could be but it's definitely a, a feeling and weighing on the pockets of the American people for sure obviously it's worse in certain states than others but it's still crazy to think about but um, not only that I had one more one more topic of discussion before we end this episode I, I didn't want to do it for too long obviously I, I just wanted to get something out there for you guys but I just want to remind you guys, please check in on the live stream next week. Like and subscribe, share the podcast with your friends. If there's any particular episodes, go back to some of the old ones. I feel like some of the old ones, honestly, were pretty good episodes every once in a while. Some were definitely hundred percent way better than others. I'm not going to deny that at all, especially when you're doing a podcast solo, it makes it reasonably difficult on trying to keep it either entertaining or informational and um, all that stuff. So, cut me a little slack guys come on I'm trying to get more people on and and I got a co-host he's just been busy I don't know I don't know what to tell you guys but please consider like subscribing sharing with your friends and I appreciate it so much um but uh Joe Rogan had on I can't remember the guy's name dude's been doing carnivore for eight years it was a very interesting conversation um in general but It just brings up the topic of I am probably doing carnivore during the month of January. Again, I did it last year. Um, This year, I want to do it a little better. I might not just do 100% meat, but definitely most of my diet is going to be from animal protein. So uh, we'll see how it goes. I actually want last year when I did it, I really wasn't in the gym. It definitely throws off your body for a while, 100%. And I think that's one thing I just got to struggle through for a bit. I think it's literally called like a, what is it? Like a meat flu almost when your body's changing um, what it uses for energy and stuff like that, especially the first week or two, especially trying to hit the gym. And that's why I noticed it. And I was like, I just can't. And I'm like, in all honesty, I should still hit the gym as I do it. It might be more difficult. Might be a little restricted uh, for what I can do for a first couple of weeks, but I do want to try it. I think there is something to having a, a very, a more potent animal protein diet in general, just pro- high protein in general is very, very major and important for you. But um, so I'm going to do that again, but he had a very interesting conversation when it came to the effects on the body, how, how it changes with inflammation, how there's actually so much more in meat than we realize when it comes to nutritional value. And that depending if you get the right sources of protein and meat, it's it is practically a superfood and and it was and it's something that you got to think about i mean in society for thousands of years meat was the most valuable um source of food for a lot of things like that was the thing societies and hunter gatherers value more than anything is animal meat when it comes around so um I, I think there is something to that but some of it that they talked about is like people are like oh well you can't get certain plant compounds it's very bad when you don't have those things in your system and can have long-term negative effects and stuff and the thing is I never thought about it but it does make a lot of sense is it's like that stuff's still in there because guess what the animal you ate is a herbivore so guess what it's it's been eating all these plants has been getting all that nutrition all those all those nutrients that come from plants is in the animal physically because matter is not created or destroyed it's just transformed so it's like you literally are what you eat the same is said for animals so if you're eating all these if you're getting grass-fed steaks or you're eating elk and deer and all these different types of meats you are also consuming the nutritional value of some of those some of the same things that they consumed and so that that was very interesting to think about when it came to that and how there's actually so much more um so many more compounds in meat and 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 certain things i i can't get into it because i'm not a scientist um but found a meat that is actually overlooked it hasn't been studied fully so that's very interesting but I will be doing that in January um hopefully a little more efficiently I guess than last year and hopefully taking a little more serious I want to actually see how I feel Uh, I think I definitely still consumed higher amounts of fat during that month than I probably needed to um just because I ate more bacon and eggs uh but in in general i I am gonna do that and i think it'll be i think it'll be interesting i'm excited for it um i do i've definitely grown to really love steaks that was something i never really ate as a kid but um i've grown to appreciate and last year was the main thing I, i mean i think at that point in my life in particular last january was the most amount of steaks i had eaten in my entire life so um it'll be interesting to do but i'm excited for it and all that stuff but I said but a lot. I'm so sorry. Every once in a while my brain just shuts off and I, I need time to to recuperate. But also I don't want to leave blank space for you. So it's what happens. Anyways, I guess that's probably going to call it for this week's episode. I hope you guys did enjoy even though it was just me. And uh, I mean I will see you guys before Christmas. But I'm going to say it anyways. I hope you guys have a great holiday. Um, and please do. Try to tune in to next week's live stream. I'll send it out on all platforms. I'll post it. I think we'll have a lot of fun. I'm really excited for it. Get everybody on. Hopefully it's not quite as chaotic as last the last stream, but I think we all enjoyed ourselves and had a great time, and I can't wait to do it again. But I hope you guys all have an amazing week, and we'll see you guys all in the next episode. Peace out, everybody.